0: Welcome, Impactful Parents! It's time for the Impactful Parenting Podcast, where I give you parenting tips and resources to make you a more impactful parent to your school-age child. I am your host, Christina Campos. Your child came out. Now what? Or maybe you're one of the lucky parents who might know that this is coming. Perhaps you already sense that your child might be preparing to tell you that they're lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, or non-binary. Whether you anticipate your child may be coming out soon, or maybe you just found out your child identifies with the LGBTQ community, this episode is for you. Hello, my name is Christina Campos. I'm founder of The Impactful Parent, and every week I give you parenting videos that can help you in your journey. If you have a particular topic or parenting question about your school age child that you would like for me to address, please submit it at TheImpactfulParent at gmail.com or by messaging me on social media. And all submissions are kept anonymous. Now, today's episode is called My Child Found Out. Now What? And this episode is all about supporting the new, LGBTQ parent. I'm going to talk about what not to say and what to say when your child tells you that they're LGBTQ positive. Then I'm going to explain how parents can best support their child moving forward in their new journey together. And then stick around to the end because I'm also giving you a free PDF gift to help you become an impactful LGBTQ parent. So let's get started. We're going to start with when you find out conversation. That initial conversation when your child is coming out to you. Maybe you'll get a text message. Maybe you'll get an email. Hopefully you'll have an in-person conversation with your child. However the announcement comes, remember that your child is brave and vulnerable when delivering their news. Your child might even be scared. How you react is so important. Your reaction means a lot to your child. You can feel your child with love and support or you can leave them feeling scared and ostracized and questioning and anxious and disappointed. Yes, it is that important of a conversation. In fact, your reaction will set a precedent for how they expect many others to react also. These and so many other reasons is why nailing this first conversation can be a huge win for you as a parent. That's why today I'm going to be giving you some specific things to say and things not to say during that conversation. Now, before I get into what to say and what not, let's say you've already had that conversation and it didn't go so well. Don't worry. Listen to my suggestions. It's never too late to go back and apologize to your child. Also, it will give you ideas for some good starting points for moving forward as a supportive parent. We all make mistakes, especially those of us who may have been taken by surprise. Yeah, me too. (laughs) I am an LGBTQ parent and I was taken by surprise. So I understand, but that doesn't mean that you can't be an impactful parent moving forward. Now, the following suggestions are all included in your free PDF gift. You can download that PDF at theimpeckableparent.com slash new2lgbtq. That's the number two. So again, theimpeckableparent.com slash new2lgbtq. And that PDF is just so that you don't have to furiously write all these things down that I'm about to tell you but let's get started. What do you say during this conversation of your child coming out? Well, the first thing you want to tell them is, thank you. Thank you for telling me. I love you. Then say, I'm glad that you're stepping into you and being your more authentic self. And then lastly, how can I show you that I support you? But let's say you don't have that. Let's say they're telling you and you just go speechless. Okay. Don't worry. What you're going to say is, Hey, I don't want to say anything wrong. Can you give me some time to collect my thoughts? I love you. I just wasn't expecting this. See, asking for a little timeout from your child is okay. Better to ask, to step away for a moment, to collect yourself. Than to say something that might hurt your child. You're also going to add, I am always going to love you, and nothing has changed. Because nothing has changed. This is the same child in front of you right now as they were this morning. Now, after a child has said what they wanted, you can ask them some questions during this conversation, but I'm going to say this, beware, be very aware of what you're asking. If you fear the answer to any question that you want to ask, don't ask it, not yet, okay? This is going to indicate that you are not emotionally ready to hear those answers yet. You can ask your child those questions later. It's okay, all right? But some of the questions that your child might want you to ask, if you're ready, are how long have you been keeping this secret? Or how comfortable are you telling others? Who do you want to know and who do you not want to know? And lastly, are there pronouns that you want me to use or new names? Those are going to be important. Now, there's also things that you do not want to say. Mm, Yes, you don't want to say these things. Do not say that you've suspected this for a while now. Okay, some kids might take that just fine, but other kids, that's going to invalidate them, make them feel small and foolish. They're already being vulnerable enough. Don't do that to them. Do not tell your child that this is only a phase. Do not find blame. Like don't start blaming people like something happened or they went somewhere or they know someone who made them this way. No, do not blame anyone. Please don't laugh at them and brush this off as a joke when they're trying to tell you their truth. And I understand that you're going to have a ton of emotions come up when they tell you. And one of those emotions might be anger. But don't get angry. Try not to get angry and express that outwardly. All those feelings are going to hurt your child in some way. You can still recover, even if you've messed up with this conversation the first time. Okay. Maybe you did some of those things. Maybe you started blaming. Maybe you got mad. Maybe you even laughed at your child, whatever. The key to bending your child's trust is for you to be strong enough to be vulnerable and apologize. You must tell your child that you're sorry about your initial reaction and then own it. Claim the fault. Then express your feelings to them that you want to be supportive. Admit that you may not understand everything that your child's going through but that you're still there for them, and you're open to learning. Open to learning. That's going to be important moving forward. Let's talk about moving forward. You had that initial conversation. They came out. What now? (laughs) All right. Your journey has just begun. And yes, it's a journey. This ride is full of ups and downs, so buckle up, parents. Coming out, it's not just a one-and-done conversation. Coming out is a process, and every kid is going to do it at their own pace. Rarely do children make changes all at once. They instead will do gradual things, maybe change one, two, or three things at a time. Now, I understand that you may not yet be on board for all of this. (laughs) Perhaps you see this as a phase for your child, Uh, maybe you think that the whole thing is just ridiculous. I'm going to be honest with you and suggest that I need you to take the high road. It's going to be hard, but put your feelings aside for a moment and realize that what you say, how you act, and what you do in the next few days, weeks, months, even years is going to affect your relationship with your child moving forward. Do you wanna show your child that you love them unconditionally? And if the answer to that is yes, then keep watching. Now, I'm not saying that your needs and concerns and feelings are not important. They are certainly significant. But this video is about showing your child support. One way you'll need to show your support is by putting your feelings aside for a while so that you can open yourself up to being there for your child in a different way than you've been asked to, to show up before. This is gonna be new territory. But family support, especially from parents, can be the difference between life and death for your child. Seriously, I wish I was exaggerating, but I'm not. Statistically, LGBTQ children have a high suicide rate. However, that number is significantly lowered when people, especially family support, is there for your child. So expect to work on yourself, like your feelings, your needs, and your emotions simultaneously while keeping an open mind for learning how to best support your child these can be two dichotomies for a while until the two sets of feelings and actions collide with inner work and counseling and reflection okay so suppose you're ready to support your child even if you have all this lot opposition internally happening but outwardly you're ready to show that support then the following action items are for you. These action items are going to show your child that you care and that you're supportive. And the first one is educate yourself. Don't expect your child to educate you. Learn about the LGBTQ community so that you don't start filling in the blanks with things that you've made up in your head. Don't fake what you don't know. It's gonna be really obvious. Then educate yourself about the differences between sexuality and gender. And educate yourself with the LGBTQ terminology of today. Yes, it has changed since when we were your child's age. So you need to learn those terms now. To help you with this, I've included terms that I felt were very important for new LGBTQ parents to learn, and I put them into the PDF for you to make it easy. Then, don't forget to ask your child what support looks like to them. This is really important. Don't assume that what you do is going to come off as supportive. Your child will likely have a real and concrete expectation about what support looks like to them, and you need to ask them so that they'll tell you. Is it about using new pronouns? Is it about telling, you know, family members for them? Is it about taking them to pride parades and joining them? Um, is it about a plethora of different things? You don't know until you ask. It will be different for every child. So you can't read their mind. Ask your child, what does support look like to you? And here's your opportunity to listen, do less talking and more listening now. Please do your best to respect their pronouns and the new name that they want to use. And I get it. This can be really difficult for parents. I had a really hard time using new pronouns. And it wasn't because I wasn't trying to support my child. It's because I was an English major and it was really difficult for me to take they, them and make it singular. That was hard. But I made efforts to do that. It's the effort that you make outwardly so that your child can see that, that hopefully they will (laughs) interpret that as support and give you grace. It's really difficult to change pronouns and use a new name. I I understand. We're stuck in our habits. We've been doing things for so long, it's hard to change. But you need to make those efforts for your child. It's important then take care of your comments about their new look and their new friends when they start changing things. Remember that your child is still being very vulnerable as they change things initially. Don't forget to take care of yourself. I understand that this may not be easy. You have a lot of things going through your head right now and your heart. Emotions are running high and I can't stress the importance of getting some outside help for yourself. I know that what I'm saying is a little contradictory. That on one hand, I'm saying outwardly you're going to show support, even though inwardly you might be a train wreck of a mess. This internal (laughs) battle that you are facing inside, I want you to work out constructively in a setting of a counselor support group. And outwardly, in the meantime, you're showing support to your child. But don't forget to process these feelings with. A counselor. And if you have homophobia or transphobia, please seek help to process those emotions as soon as possible. There'll be a rift in your relationship with your child until you can resolve these feelings. So don't lose special time with your child now. Seek help from a mental health professional as soon as you can. What other things do you need to know? Until you have found your LGBTQ tribe for help, there are a few other things that i want you to remember please don't feel bad that it may have taken a while for your child to tell you everyone does this at their own pace and just because they have been keeping the secret from you for a bit don't take that personally remember that this is not about you this is not about your child trying to make your life difficult by coming out this is about your child trying to live their authentic self. That's it. So don't search for blame. Uh yeah, blame, okay? When things happen that we don't understand and we may not like, our first instinct is to blame someone or something for this happening. Remember that this isn't anyone's fault. This didn't happen because of their friends, or it didn't happen because of something that you did, no one is to blame for this. I also don't want you to feel guilty if you had no idea. You shouldn't have known. It's not your fault that you didn't see this coming, or you didn't read the signs. Okay? Give yourself some grace. Happened to me too. And don't take comfort that this is only a phase. This is not a phase. You have to assume that this is your child moving forward. Do not operate as though you expect their identity to change or go back to how things were before. You need to shift your thinking into this is how things are from now on. Now I get it. Many parents are fixers. They think they need to fix everything. You may even see this new information as your child's identity crisis. This type of thinking is incorrect. You can't fix this. This is not a fixable thing. You don't have control over your child's identity or sexuality. This is not a problem to be fixed. And I know you're probably worried about the future. What does all this mean now? Many parents are afraid that they will never have grandchildren. Okay, you can have grandchildren. And I know you're concerned about a lot, but take things one step at a time. Your focus on the future can be addressed with your counselor or support group. But for now, concentrate on today. How can you be an impactful parent to your child today? Today, your child needs your help and support. How can you do that for them right now? Lastly, I would like to extend my help to you also. Okay? I know I've been suggesting go find your support group. Find your mental health professional. I'm going to be honest and say that in some communities, this type of support is hard to find. But I'm willing to help you. I am an LGBTQ parent also. I've been through what you're going through, and I'm still in it. I would be happy to support you in your LGBTQ parent journey through one-on-one coaching. I'm here to be a listening ear, a place to bounce off questions that you might have, a place to get advice. You can reach me via my website at theimpactfulparent.com slash work with me. So go to the work with me tab. Okay. And there you'll find a place to sign up for a complimentary discovery session. During this session, we can discuss your situation and see if I'm a good fit for your support. But until we talk, you got this, parents. I'm just here to help. Thank you for listening today. Remember to subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. And don't forget, the Impactful Parenting Podcast is an extension of the Impactful Parent community. Go to the Impactful Parent website and download the free Impactful Parent app so you don't miss a parenting tip that can help you and your family. Thanks for listening today. So go to theimpactfulparent.com. And see you next episode.